You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Friday, March 23rd, 2012. Canine Nation is a regular feature column that runs on the Life is a Human online magazine. Life is a Human features articles about what it means to be human, the good, the bad, and the enlightening. This column explores what it means to be human in our relationship with dogs. You can find it at lifeisahuman.com. To get directly to Canine Nation, go to caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. A complete archive of all the Canine Nation articles can be found there. Hi, I'm Eric Brad. Canine Nation is about learning, understanding, and living successfully with our dogs. Modern animal training techniques based on behavioral science can produce amazing results in working with our dogs. Whether your dog is a loved family member or a working dog, a canine athlete, or a trusted companion, positive training techniques based on science can help you enjoy a more productive and fun relationship with your dog. Join us as we explore the many facets of living with our dogs and taking a fresh look at how we work with them. Whether it's taking a closer look at everyday issues we share with our dogs or busting long-standing myths about training and dog behavior, I hope you find something useful in each of the Canine Nation articles. We're glad you're with us. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Petco. Where the pets go. Petco. Where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail-wagging, fur-flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. A Broken Dog, Part 2, Understanding Dawns. At our last agility trial of 2011, my dog, Tiramisu, had broken down completely. The loud slamming of a door in the barn had paralyzed her with fear to the point that even returning to the same barn the next day left her unwilling to attempt running an agility course. This was the culmination of a five-month series of events that showed us a radical shift in her behavior and emotional state in running agility. 
That five-month journey is described in part one of this series. We knew something was very wrong and made our appointment to see the veterinarian to get her checked out. We had suspected a health issue since the summer and had been to the vet to have blood drawn for testing in July and again in September, with no results reporting anything out of the ordinary. On this latest visit, our vet examined Tira and could find nothing out of the ordinary. Again. As we were discussing her health, a loud boom sounded from the ceiling above, and Tira visibly cringed. The vet commented that it was a strange reaction, but did not pursue it. We left that visit with our vet, as puzzled as ever. If it were not for the experiences of a dear friend, that might have been where our investigation stopped. Fortunately, we had the benefit of her experience and insight in our corner. Our friend, Tanya Vivian, is a very talented and dedicated positive trainer and dog lover. She also has Belgian Shepherds, the same breed of dog as my tiramisu. About five years ago, Tanya's older dog began having significant seizures, lasting from 20 to 30 minutes, where his body would go rigid from extreme muscle contraction. In working with her veterinarian to diagnose the cause of these seizures, it was suggested that Tanya have the dog's thyroid levels checked. It turned out that her dog showed low thyroid levels and was put on medication. While tiramisu has never had anything like the seizures that Tanya's dog exhibited, I recalled Tanya describing unexpected and sometimes extreme fear reactions in her dog prior to the onset of the seizures. Before the diagnosis of low thyroid, Tanya assumed she had a quirky dog and was at a loss to explain the strange fear and avoidance behaviors that she was seeing. More importantly, I recalled Tanya's relief when she reported that most of her dog's fearful reactions subsided once her dog was getting regular doses of thyroid medication. It could very well be that my tiramisu had a similar issue with her thyroid. It was worth checking out. We took Tira to see the vet in early November to have blood drawn for a thyroid test. We fully expected, based on the experiences of our friend Tanya, that the results would definitively show what was going on with our dog. To our surprise, when the results came in, they reported that Tira's thyroid levels were at the low end of normal, and our vet assured us that this was nothing to worry about. We were also told that Tira was not presenting the typical known symptoms of low thyroid conditions such as hair loss, weight gain, lethargy, or a dull coat. We were not willing to let this go yet. Tanya's description of her dog's extreme fearful reactions so resembled the changes that we had seen in our tiramisu over the past five months that we felt that it was worth doing some further testing. In diagnosing her own dog, Tanya discovered Dr. Jean Dodds, who provides a more rigorous set of tests than the standard testing done for thyroid levels. When we asked our vet about having the blood sent to Dr. Dodds for testing, we were told that it would cost $150 and that it would probably not reveal anything new. We went ahead with the testing anyway. We didn't realize it at the time, but the curtain was about to be drawn back on an entirely new world of canine health that we had never had to deal with. To our vet's surprise, Tira's results from Dr. Dodd's testing showed that she was definitively low thyroid, and an initial dosage of a thyroid medication was prescribed. Crossing our fingers, we began administering her two daily pills with high hopes, but no idea of what to expect. At the time, Tira was also dealing with an eye infection and had been to the vet for that when we were given the thyroid results from Dr. Dodd's and her new pills. 
When we returned just two days later for a recheck on the eye, even our veterinarian expressed her amazement at the incredible improvement in Tira's temperament after only two days on the thyroid medication. Tira's demeanor, her level of contentment, her tolerance for being touched, and even her ability to cope with different situations had vastly improved after only two days. In the weeks that followed, Tira continued to improve as her thyroid levels gradually returned to balance. We began reading on the Internet about thyroid issues. To our surprise, we found many sites that described thyroid symptoms, and many did not describe behavior changes or fearfulness as part of those symptoms. The article we found at PetMD makes no mention of them either in its list of symptoms for low thyroid. Clearly, we saw a significant change in Tira's behavior within a few days of starting her thyroid medications. Even though various sources, including our own vet, were telling us that Tira was not showing the usual symptoms of low thyroid, she was improving almost daily. We decided to purchase Dr. Jean Dodd's book, The Canine Thyroid Epidemic, to learn more about thyroid disorders for ourselves. An article by Dr. Dodds entitled Behavioral Issues and Thyroiditis contains this passage, quote, In adult dogs, moodiness, erratic temperament, periods of hyperactivity, lack of concentration, depression, mental dullness, lethargy, malaise, fearfulness and phobias, anxiety, submissiveness, passivity, compulsiveness, and irritability may be observed. After the episodes, most animals behave as though they were coming out of a trance-like state and are unaware of their previous behavior. According to Dr. Dodd's writing, the classical symptoms described in the PetMD article I cited above, lethargy, hair loss, dull coat, and weight gain, will not make themselves apparent unless 70% or more of thyroid tissue has been destroyed or damaged. To complicate matters further, many of the early signs of thyroid problems can mimic other medical or behavioral problems. There are two factors that make early thyroid diagnosis difficult for veterinarians. First, the study of thyroid disorders in dogs is relatively new. According to Dr. Dodds, research did not start in earnest until around 1980, whereas human thyroid issues have been studied since the beginning of the 1900s. Second, most standardized tests recommended by the veterinary colleges are not testing the T3 hormone, but only the T4. It can be important to know the levels of both T3 and T4 before making an accurate diagnosis. If the puzzle stopped at thyroid hormones, that would have been enough to take in. But there was more. You see, thyroid issues can create difficulties in clearing out other hormones in the body. One of those is cortisol, also called the stress hormone, which is part of the adrenal system. Dogs with thyroid problems can have chronically high cortisol levels. High cortisol levels inhibit the use of the hormone serotonin, which helps the dog cope with stress and aggressive impulses. Like clinical depression in humans, this imbalance of hormone systems can make it literally impossible for the dog to experience relief from fear or stress at a biochemical level. In other words, until we got her body chemistry back on track, any behavioral approach we might have taken to deal with Tira's fears would have been an uphill struggle that were likely doomed to fail. In our case, if it were not for the experience of our friend Tanya, Tira could have gone down as just another misdiagnosed basket case from a canine performance sport. As it is, her recovery to this point has been nothing short of astounding.
As much as I would like to have had medication return Tira back to her former self, that's just not the way it works. But there is a reason to be hopeful. We have seen incredible changes in Tira's behavior since the first week she started her new medication. She would always alert anxiously to a dropped item or loud noise, but now her recovery time is measured in seconds instead of minutes. She was uncomfortable with other dogs coming close to her, and now her tolerance for other dogs, especially our younger dog Rizzo, is remarkably calm and accepting. And there are other small changes, like the more relaxed way she carries herself and the softer look in her eyes. But this is by no means the end of our story. There will need to be more blood tests through her life to adjust the dosage of thyroid replacement to the correct levels needed. More importantly, there is a significant behavioral component to all of this that I haven't talked about yet. During that five-month period, where we were fairly certain Tira experienced low thyroid, she was experiencing very real fear. Dogs do not dwell on the past, but they do remember traumatic emotional experiences, and sometimes they never get over them. I've talked in this column about different approaches to overcome a dog's adverse reactions or fears, such as counter-conditioning or desensitization. We're certainly working on applying those techniques and others to maximize Tira's recovery, sometimes in very novel and interesting ways. Sadly, we can't know for certain when tiramisu's thyroid issues began. Dr. Dodds maintains that as many as 80% of all hypothyroid cases are inherited genetic autoimmune conditions. So it's possible that Tira has had low thyroid for much of her life. Some statistics have reported that as many as 12% of all dogs may have some degree of thyroid problem. Our experience shows that dog owners should be diligent about their dog's health and to work proactively with their veterinarian. Use the Internet and the dog community to gather as much information as you can to share with your dog's healthcare professionals. My thanks go out to Tanya Vivian, our friends in the dog community, our veterinarians, to Dr. Jean Dodds and her group at Hemopet, to trainer and behaviorist Kathy Sedeo, and our internet family who have shown us so much love and support. In the next chapter of this story, I'll talk about how we have approached rehabilitating tiramisu and report on the progress we've made. Until next time, have fun with your dogs. If you think your dog may have thyroid issues, please ask your veterinarian to have a blood test done. It's inexpensive and can improve your dog's quality of life dramatically. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Canine Nation. You can find the text version of it at caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. You can join our discussion about dogs and dog training on Facebook. Just search for Canine Nation to get to our group. You can ask for membership, and we'll add you to our growing family. If you can spread the word about the podcast or link to our caninenation.lifeisahuman.com page, we would certainly appreciate it. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.